0: This is Jack Scallions. Join me for a few moments from my heart to yours. I grew up on a hill farm in West Tennessee. We raised cotton and corn as row crops, and in the early 50s we didn't have a tractor, so all of the soil prep and planting was done with horses and mules. I can remember to this day my dad plowing those crop rows, row after row with those mule teams. The the fields were large, at least it seemed like that, to a small boy, and the task to finish the work almost seemed impossible. Yet my daddy would move down a row, then turn and come back to the next row until the job was finished. That lesson of perseverance and persistence has stayed with me in every task to this day. I believe the great truth has been the backbone of every individual of accomplishment, regardless of the field. And I'm talking about the great truth of perseverance. The father of modern Protestant missions, William Carey, said it best. He said, if you give me credit for being a plotter, you will have described me justly. I can persevere in any definite pursuit. To this I owe everything, Carey said. Carry endured extreme suffering and personal loss, yet he spent 41 years in India without a furlough. And though his mission could only count some 700 converts in a nation of millions of people, he's attributed as paving the way for missionaries like Adoniram Judson and Hudson Taylor and David Livingston and thousands of others. You see, Carry said he could plod. I've watched ministers and laymen alike jump from place to place at the slightest inconvenience only to repeat the process in a different place. I think true satisfaction is the prize of longevity, and stability holds influence close to its heart. History is filled with those who made a difference and those that gave a lasting contribution because they persevered. I read of Noah Webster, who labored 36 years writing his dictionary, and he crossed the Atlantic twice to gather materials. Gibeon spent 26 years of his life on his decline and fall of the Roman Empire. Michelangelo's Last Judgment, one of the 12 masterpieces of the ages, was a product of unremitting toil for eight years. Over 2,000 studies of it were found among his papers. Leonardo da Vinci worked on The Last Supper for 10 years. It is said that he was often so absorbed he forgot to eat for whole days. I read where George Stevenson spent 15 years to perfect the locomotive, and Watts worked for 30 years on the condensing engine. It took Charles Goodyear 10 years to perfect hard rubber amid public ridicule and poverty. George Bancroft used 26 of his life on the history of the United States, and the list could go on and on and on. Today we're living in a microwave society with instant gratification on everybody's mind. Noteworthy accomplishments require extensive planning and purposeful labor and perseverance. A.C. Lawson, one of my favorite authors, in his book The Touch of God sums up the situation like this. Great men and women are not made overnight, but through the years they have been making the most of their opportunities and possibilities, They burn the midnight oil, then at last the world discovered them and their talents and gives them the well-earned applause and credit that's due them. Success has been described as 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. Those with short accomplishments have refused the long hours. John Milton produced Paradise Lost through 40 years of investment. The book that beside the Bible has influenced the most people is written from a Bedford jail over a 12-year span. It's called Pilgrim's Progress. Longfellow put it this way, The heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night. Webster describes perseverance as the state of occurring or existing beyond the usual expected or normal time. The Oxford Dictionary calls perseverance the fact of continuing in an opinion or course of action in spite of all the difficulties. This last uh, several years ago, a dear friend of mine uh, passed away. Uh, He had been in the ministry or had been serving in the ministry for over 28 years. He'd been married to his sweet wife for about 62 years. And for a half century, this humble man had visited, invited, and provided transportation for boys and girls to church and had loved people. He loved his Lord and shared the gospel with everyone he met. I watched in amazement that night as people walked by his open casket for three and one-half hours to honor his life of perseverance. My greatest sadness, as having been a pastor for many, many years now, over 50 years, Uh, is the unrealized potential of those I shepherded. There's rarely rarely a lack of talent or ability, but a dearth of tenacity of soul that stops most of us from persevering. And my heart breaks to know a life that's lived half speed without direction. The prophet spoke of God seeking a man, not just any man, but a man to make up the hedge and stand in the gap. A postage stamp is successful because it sticks to one job. Truly, the greatest ability is dependability, and the best takes time to produce. Every mighty river is an accumulation of many raindrops, and snowflakes make up the snowstorm. And endless miles of beach is just some uh, myriads of small grains of sand. Life's not made up of years, but of hours, and the hours are just moments, and the moments tick by as seconds. It takes 17 years to grow a squash plant, but it takes a hundred years to grow an oak tree. Life is a mixed bag. My sainted mother was fond of saying, you must take the bitter with the sweet. There are mountaintops and valley experiences and laughter and tears. All of these take their turn. You can always tell the depths of a man's character by what it takes to stop him. We should teach our children at a young age not to quit but finish every task. Granted, it's easier to start a journey than to continue when the road gets rough. My plea to those along the way is to persevere. The stakes are high, the blessings just over the next rise. I met many who have lived lives and who were living lives of regret. Broken homes and abandoned church memberships and unattained careers and unrealized influences all make up the list of what might have been. The powerful truth is that it's always darkest before the dawn. Keep on keeping on. Never give up on God yourself of others. Others are watching as we go through the hard times. Personally, I am plowing out the short rows now. For sure, there are many things I cannot do, but I can stand in the gap. I can plod. Thank you for listening. This has been Jack and sharing a few moments from my heart to you.